hello, 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 mommies, and welcome to another episode of the Messy Mommies Podcast. I am your host, Brandy. And I am Shantae. Shantae, what's happening? Hi, girl. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. You're looking beautiful. Thank you. You too. I love your smile. I love your smile. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Mommies, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Mommies, you know how we get down on this podcast. Today is Thursday. That means you got one more day into the weekend. And you can what, Shantae? Turn up. What? Turn up. Hey. Turn up. Hey. Turn up. Hey. Turn up. Hey. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. (laughs) Rick and Morty. <laughs> she always got to take it to the next level. Always. <laughs> always. So one more day, one more day, guys, and then you get to turn up, enjoy your weekend, have some time for yourself, enjoy yourself, do whatever makes you happy this weekend, even if it's just for a couple of hours, mommies, because you deserve that. Uh, mommies, before we jump into today's episode, let's just take a moment and decompress. It has been a very long week for us all, so let's just take a moment to woosah. So here we go. Deep breath in. And exhale. Woo! I needed that. Woo, 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 woo. boing boing <laughs> <laughs> I needed that. Mommy's quick disclaimer. If you hear Peppa Pig or some giggling in the background, Sky is here. Um, yeah, Sky is here. So I tried to put her off to the side so she won't be too loud, but you know I wouldn't be right if I didn't warn y'all. Sky is in the building. <laughs> I mean, real life. I mean, I guess I should give a warning as well. Amir sleep right here behind me. <laughs> so he might wake up and be like, Mama, iPad? Right. So... <laughs> It is Real life it is. Luckily, I don't mind to bring your kids to work because that's what it Period. is. Period. That's what it is. So, uh, mommies, on today's episode, uh, we want to take some time and kind of talk about a subject that is very uh, dear to a lot of our hearts. Um, it's a lot of us who deal with uh, this subject. There's a lot of us who have grown up dealing with this subject and have not been able to express ourselves or what we dealt with uh, with dealing with this subject. And so today we want to touch base on step parenting. Um, whether you grew up with a step parent in your house, whether you are a step parent uh, yourself, or whether you send your child to uh, their other parent's house and their other parent is married and, and, and it's a step parent situation. Um, so let's just dive right in and let's get to it because I know that there's many layers to this subject right and so we probably could do a part two to this because um, you know Shantae and I both have different perspectives of step parenting Um, so me myself I my children don't have any step parents in their life Uh, my husband and I are married both of my children are with my husband and so we don't have any step children's situation in our household um however i was uh raised in a house for a few years where i had a step parent Uh, my father was married um from the time that i was about he was with her from the time where i was about i'm gonna say like four or five all the way until i was like 17. Uh, my father was with this woman and so for a few years um, I lived with them so from the time I was in like third grade until the until sixth grade for so for three years I lived with them and outside of those three years I would go over there on like the weekends and you know a couple days in the summertime and stuff like that um let me be honest because this is my podcast (laughs) And I'm going to be very honest, regardless of who listening, because my story is my story. I did not have a great experience with a stepmother growing up. Um, it might be a surprise because I know I usually keep that kind of business to myself, but it's my podcast and this is my platform to be transparent uh, with my listeners. And you grown. And I'm very grown. <laughs> um, now, today... We have a decent relationship. I don't talk to her often. Uh, Like I said, her and my father got divorced 
um, when I was like 17 or 18 or something like that. Um, and during the time that I lived with them though, it was not, it was not fun. Um, I don't feel like I was treated equally uh, in the household as her child was treated. Mm. Um, being grown and looking back at it, uh, I felt like I didn't know at the moment, but now I know now being an adult, it's almost like she was in competition with me over my father's attention. Because you have to understand, remember, and I've expressed this on a podcast before, I was my dad's only child until I was 14, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, because of that, me and my dad have always been close. But when I moved into, so everything was good until I moved into the house. And then when I moved into the house, that's when things changed. And it was a lot of unfair treatment uh, from my stepmother to me. Um, mm -hmm. And these are less, these are, these, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but I thank her for the unfair treatment because these are lessons that I have learned. Um, and these, this unfair treatment has taught me things that I have taken into my adulthood, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, when it comes to disciplining my child and things that I would never do to discipline my child or how um, I would run my household as a woman. You know what I mean? So I have learned a lot. Uh, <laughs> I have learned a lot with being in that situation um and this is why i say to this day lord forbid if anything ever happens and me and my husband don't work out and we have to go and live in separate households he's not a, he won't be able to have a living wife girlfriend or nothing until my children are grown you better sneak off on the weekends because you're not gonna have another woman around my children playing mother mommy and this is my experience because of what I dealt with, I'm not having it, you know, and I hear too many stories and I see too many things every day and I have two girls. I'm not going to allow another woman around my my girls to play mommy and doing their hand, picking them up from school. I got that. I'm sorry. I got that. Them two are mine. I'm not having it. And so when they not with him, then do whatever you please. But while they around, you can't have a, a, a living girlfriend or another wife or none of that until they grow. Call it childish, call it what you like, but I'm not having it until my children are grown. <laughs> Period. Okay. Um, and so because I had a not so good experience growing up, and let me not make it seem like, it's not like this woman was beating me or anything. Let me not make it sound dramatic as if this woman was beating me or she wasn't. But I don't think it was fair treatment between me and her son because she has a son too, and her son, whom is which not is not my father's son. Mm -hmm. um, How old was he? He's four years younger than me. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I turned fourteen, they had a son together. Mm -hmm. So I have two. So even though they weren't married, I mean, even though he's not my biological brother, I still, he's been in my life since I was four years old. So I mm -hmm. still always call him my little brother. And then they have my actual blood little brother together. And so I felt like she made me feel like I was an outsider and that I was not, uh, I wasn't worthy enough of, you know, equal treatment. Um, mm -hmm. It would be times where she would let her kid go outside, but I couldn't go. Or, you know, they would tell me I was on punishment and I couldn't go to my mother's house for the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like my mother. I can't go to my mama's house. Yeah, they would treat me like my Not mother's my house is a, is, a, is a privilege, rather than you know, like that's that's my mama. You know, um, I remember one time, one time I must have been in like, I think I was in the sixth grade, right? and I got suspended from school. Now living with them, I had a lot of responsibility living with them. I used to have to clean the kitchen, I used to have to clean the bathroom and wake her son up from school and make his lunch for, for school every day. I would have so to do that. So how old in were sixth, you? I was in sixth grade. In sixth grade. Oh, yeah. Cinderella. Girl. <laughs> oh. You see what I'm saying? So I would have to do this every day, right? And I did it. I would have to make, I would have to wake him up make his breakfast, make his lunch, and um, and get myself off for school too, every day. And so um, it was a point where I had got suspended from school, right? I got mm -hmm. suspended from school for a week. 
she had to come pick me up from school because you know when you get suspended from school you get suspended during the day right and they send you home so she had to come pick me up from school she took me home because she came like in the midst of her getting off of work she mm-hmm. took me home i mean she she left like from she left from work to come get me to take me home she took me home part of my punishment was i had to clean out the refrigerator i had to wash every dish in the house and i couldn't leave out of my room for the whole day sixth grade so because i'm suspended from school i don't have to get up in the morning right i'm suspended so what, what you got suspended for sis that's none of your business <laughs> I mean that because if you don't get the story, there's a whole story. Okay, I want another ticket. <laughs> a week. <laughs> a week. I never, me myself, I've never been suspended, but I do recall people who got week suspensions. I kind of, I kind of know what that was, but you. Know. <laughs> I got a week suspension because I slapped somebody. Oh, okay. I knew it was a physical altercation. I think I told you guys where she's from. You guys should know where she's from. <laughs> But that I sis, go on. Wait, wait yeah, I was in sixth grade. Okay, I was in sixth grade. Okay, I am from Michigan, and yes, we like to slap people. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, let's talk. About, let's talk about a side story real quick about her about to have a slapping incident a few months ago at Wingstop. Oh, you 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 telling my business? Y'all, it's so funny. I mean, this is real life. She didn't leave a slapping in sixth grade, or she ain't leaving in Michigan. She came down to Georgia with it. <laughs> Some girl tried it. Now let me tell y'all. Be honest. They deserved it. Hello. They be deserved honest. it. Be honest. She go up there. Now, y'all don't know us. But me and my good sis Brandy, we don't pay for BS. So if our food is wrong, you need to re- you need to fix it. Hello. So on this occasion, she went to Wingstop. They got an order wrong. She went home. Saw mm-hmm. that it was wrong. Called the beep what she do honey she hung up on you no that saw that it was wrong i went back up there they partially corrected it mm-hmm. came back home noticed that they partially corrected it i didn't mm-hmm. feel like going back because it was nap time for my little baby so then i started to try to call this woman this young girl this young caucasian girl uh talk about it <laughs> Uh, answered the phone, told me that I could not speak to the manager. Now, mind you, when I went there the first time, me and the manager was cool. We had a good report. She was super apologetic. Anything else, let me know. So when I called back uh, to speak to the same manager to let her know that she forgot some of my items, this young girl would not told me that she's not available and she can't talk to me right now and I need to call back later. I said, young lady, I have just, I just left. Right. He said, Hold on. She hung up on me. I caught that. She can't talk. Click. <laughs> I caught that. She answers the phone and sets the phone down. Start taking people order. Don't say hello, no nothing. Start taking people order. I caught that. Beep, beep. Not a line busy. Because she didn't let the phone off the hook, right? This goes on for maybe like an hour. Now I'm super, I'm super um, upset. She finally answers the phone. I say, listen, I don't want to have to come back up there. Okay, let me speak to you. Click. Oh, I'm on my way. Oh, <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> but anyway, stop. You got me talking about wing stop. Stop. So. Girl, no, you didn't even get to the best part. No, that's it. We don't need to go no farther. It's okay. Let me tell y'all real quick. She get up there. My good sis sees the girl. Walks right past her to go to the manager to the kitchen. Didn't say nothing to her. And go off and tells the manager loud enough for the girl to hear. Basically, because she's trying me, I would slap the you-know-what out of her. Sure did. And looked at her. And the manager... Gave you all your food for free. Gave me a refund. Gave me a refund. Mm-hmm. But these these are things, these are situations. The guys and the kids weren't around. So it's no, okay. They did not witness it. Yeah. We know how to act in front of our children. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just don't witness. play. It's very, very rare. Now, when I was younger, let me be honest with y'all. When I was younger and before I had children, yes, I would be quick to fight somebody in a, in a heartbeat. 
Um, but I have since matured. I'm, you know, I have a family we now. We left that behind now. us. You know, yeah, who want to spend money on, on bill? It's very rare that I am in a situation to where I even get that upset. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very rare. But that really, because she really was trying me, you know, mm -hmm. that really took me there. And so, yeah, she's correct. I walked in there and I said, now, if I slap the dog out of her right now, I'm going to be wrong, right? Then y'all going to call the police on me. <laughs> After she done hung up on me 75 times, told me I can't speak to you. And the girl, the manager's like, what you mean? You told her she can't speak to me? Why would you tell her she can't speak to me and she just left? So, you know, you got to pick your battles. You got to mm -hmm. pick your battles. So the girl was that like, day, I'm just going to walk to the back right now because I can see. Yeah, you do that. You do that. Because that day she selected to use <laughs> control, self-control, and then put her hands on nobody. Right. <laughs> yeah. But in the sixth grade, she didn't. So back to your story. I'm sorry, guys. But I so thought that was so grade, funny. I didn't know self-control, right? Exactly. The reason, so let me, let me, let me be clear. I didn't go up there with the intentions to slap this girl. That's not. Yeah, of course not. not. No. I, the situation got resolved. I was boiling, though, in the inside. I was, I was for real pissed off in the inside. But the situation got resolved to where it didn't escalate to that. And I have more self-control than to let it escalate to that. But understand, I am from Michigan. We will slap. We don't care where you're from. Okay? We slaps people. <laughs> okay? I will slap you right out of that wing stop visor. You keep playing with me. <laughs> okay? So... <laughs> Anyway, in sixth grade, no, I didn't have self-control. I got I wasn't even gonna go this far in the story, but Shantae gotta be so inquisitive all the time. I got in trouble for slapping somebody in sixth grade and I got suspended for a week. My stepmom picks me up from school and part of my punishment is <laughs> I have to clean like the whole house, refrigerator out, wash every dish in the house, and I could come out of my room like the whole day, right? Now, like I said, because I'm on punishment, I mean, because I'm suspended from school, this means I don't have to get up for school in the morning, right? Yeah. I'm suspended. What I got to get up for in the yeah. morning? Sleeping. Girl, do you know the next morning this woman woke me up with a whooping, with a belt? Because I No, didn't she wake... didn't put hands on you. Yes. She woke me up out of my sleep in the morning by whooping me with a belt because I didn't get up and get her son ready for school. Since I was suspended. Since when did that become my responsibility? It shouldn't have been your responsibility at all. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it comes a point in time where enough is enough, right? Uh -oh. It comes a point in time where enough is enough. And y'all know how I like to say, if y'all in my Facebook group, nuck if you buck. <laughs> okay. Um, so unfortunately, it, it did come to a point in time where she and I actually got into a physical altercation and I really fought her. You know, I, I seriously fought her like she was my age. At this time I was 14, she's a grown, whole grown woman. And I mm. seriously fought her like she was my age. Um, because, you know, you get tired of dealing with stuff for so long and then some people are just out of line. Now in that situation, I tried to restrain from fighting her, but she grabbed me by my neck. Oh and, no. And, um, when she did that, uh, I just reacted, you know, and, and we got into a for real fight. After that, I didn't speak to her for maybe like a year. Um, you know, after that, I went to live back with my mom. I didn't speak to her or my dad for maybe like a year because I felt like my dad had took her side in the situation. And so I didn't speak to neither one of them for like a year. Now, during this time, my baby brother was only, he wasn't even one yet. And so he kept playing a part in my mind. Like I kept saying like, dang, I need to see my baby brother. I want to have a relationship with my baby brother. And so maybe after a year, I reached out to my dad. I went over there. We ended up having a long talk about the whole thing. I can't even remember the, I can't even remember if she apologized or not. I can't even remember how that talk actually went. Mm -hmm. um, but I know after that, we've been super cool since then. Since then, I've, I've never had any arguments disagreements anything with her you know um she's to this day i've been super cool with her now like i said because my parents got a, I mean because they got a divorce i don't speak to her um mm -hmm. often so she still refers to me as her daughter and i still refer to her as my stepmom because that's what it has been for so long but i don't speak to them every day i don't have a relationship with them every day and a lot of things that she done to me in my childhood plays 
in my mind on a daily basis and mm-hmm. it affects how I raise my children and who I have around my children and what I will and will not allow in my household and I don't know what clicked in her brain or what clicked in her mind to make her um change the way she treats me or the way she talks to me or her interactions with me but I'm glad it happened because let me tell you something now let me be very clear all of these things happen to me but I ain't tell y'all who is in the background I have a mother I have a mother (laughs) that's very protective of her daughter okay so don't think because I'm telling you what happened but I'm not telling you the whole story of what happened I'm just telling you what happened to me just know that my mother was in the background okay (laughs) now we're not gonna incriminate nobody but (laughs) (laughs) that my mother had a play play okay my mother had a play in some things and so um but you know we have all matured we have all moved on from now her and my yeah yeah, you know her and my mother speak to each other when they see each other um you know uh when my dad passed away and we had his funeral his present wife had told my ex-stepmom that she couldn't come to the funeral when she was already at the funeral right she told her like we don't want you here you gotta go home she walks up to me and tells me, Brandy, they told me I got to go home. I say, you don't have to go home. You here now for what? So my mother grabbed her hand and said, no, we're not doing this today. Come on. And walked her in the chapel. They walked in. We all walked in the chapel together, you know. So that's just an example of how we have come from that. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. And we have. Yeah, we, we've come from that. We moved on. Apologies have been uh, shared and you know we moved on but though thing though you forgive you don't forget right and so because of this this is why i say um lord forbid if anything ever happens to my relationship with emmanuel i will never allow uh another woman to be around trying to raise my children Mm -hmm. um and so but I, and that's not to say that I don't believe there's amazing stepmothers in the world. I I know that there's amazing stepmothers in the world. I know that there's stepmothers that will support and um, do what they can uh, for the child. And let me say this. I don't want to make it seem, there's always another side to the story, right? There's always another side. So because I was a kid, this is just my perspective as, and this is why, remember we had the episode about a child's perspective. This is just was my perspective as a kid. Now, I'm sure with her being an adult, she felt some complete different way about certain things. She may have been bitter because she had to buy me school clothes. She may have been bitter because she, you know, feel like she takes on a lot and where's my mom and why is my mom not doing stuff? I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, I don't know what her thought process during that time was. But what I do know is how she handled it was not right. Like, there was a time where I punched her little her son in the chest. He a boy. He kept messing with me. I punched him in the chest. He went and told his mother that I punched him in the chest. At this time, I'm in like fifth grade. You know what she did? Blew my chest in. Punched me in the chest. How does that feel? How do you like it if somebody punched you in your chest? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not how you... You, you don't... That's nasty. You don't do that. You know what I'm saying? That's not how you parent. I'm not with putting your hands on children. Especially that I barely want to pop my children. Especially. But to think I'm going to put hands on another child, mm-hmm. because again, I don't want that to ever happen to me because I, or somebody to touch my child um, when I'm not around or to think that's the way that he needs to be disciplined. Because mm-hmm. it ain't and it won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And so, and that's why I say, I think it was, I don't know if it was a jealousy thing because of the attention my daddy used to give me because I was his only child. So she felt like she was in competition with me. I don't know. Like I said, I was only a child, so I don't know what her thought process was. But what I do know is the way that she handled how she was feeling was not right. You know what I mean? Like there's some things you just don't do. And especially when it's not your kid. And so I remember like one time my dad came, like when I used to be really sad, I'd be like, I want my real mom. I want my real mom. Mm-hmm. And my dad came to me telling me that I hurt her feelings one day, telling her that, saying that. 
a grown woman. You don't, about your you, you don't think you hurt my feelings with all the stuff that you have done to me? Like what your feelings are, are what? <laughs> Invalid. <laughs> you know, and so you know, I, I just so because of all of these things, this is why I don't trust the step parent thing. And so, like I said, don't get me wrong. I know there's amazing step parents in the world. That's just not my story. <clears throat> you know, I know. I look at Shantae every day. Shantae is an amazing step parent. Um, she does amazing things for her stepchild. Some things that she, matter of fact, just today, she called me earlier today telling me some things that she was doing for her stepchild that she does not at all have to do. She doesn't have to do it, but she takes that extra step and I commend her for that. Um, and so, um, because my experience hasn't been great, I just don't want it for my own child. And I'm blessed in a sense to where, you know, my husband and I are together. We don't have any outside children. It's just our two girls to where that's not my story right now. And I pray to God that it will never be my story because I don't want mm -hmm. that for me. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I mean, I, um, so me personally, when it comes to how I grew up, I didn't really, my mom had boyfriends, um, a couple of them had children. A couple of them lived with us. A couple of boyfriends lived with us. Um, the children didn't never live with us. They never lived with us. We, um, they would come visit. Excuse me. I remember one boyfriend she had hated him. His name's Jim. I don't care. Um, <laughs> this is all my knows. It's all truth. And she knows that we hated him. And he was, he was just somebody who felt like. I mean, we were children, you know what I'm saying? When he was dating my mom, I had to be like, it was like when I was in 10th grade, 11th grade, something like that, ninth grade, um, around that time. And um, I think that they dated for a few years because he still lived with us when I had graduated and was going to college. But he, like, you can't overstep your boundaries on a girl who's, especially on me, when I'm already a teenager, you think you finna come up in here and tell me what to do. Baby, my daddy don't even tell me what to do. <laughs> right. You think you finna come in here and tell me what to do just cause you might pay a bill up here? Mm -hmm. I don't care. So it was a few instances where, um, mama, I'm a very, very respectful person. I was raised that way. I was respectful then, but I, it's, I don't know if I told you guys, but it's just a few things that I don't play about and I get out of character when it comes to that that's my brother my sister my mother and my children and that's just on that so one day we I, me and my brother we were in high school together and we came home and my brother's room was tore up mm. it was tore up so Jim was off that day he goes into my brother's room Curtis was um you know, nasty clean. So he had stuff under his bed, had stuff stuffed in the closet and stuff. So that wasn't to Jim's liking. So he decided that day, instead of saying, going in there and saying, hey, when Curtis got home, hey, I need you to go in there and straighten up the closet, straighten up under your bed, get that together. You came and you just, I'm talking about his floor was covered. You just came in there and just, I guess you got upset, tearing everything, just moving everything. Like he ransacked the room? Yes, ransacked the room. Mm. So me and my brother got in the house and he was she, he was like, Shantae, he was like, look at my room. And I think around this time, somebody had broken into our house as well mm. and had stolen some things. So we were like, what the world? You know what I'm saying? I hope it's not the same situation. So come to find out it was Jim. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to go in and clean. This is how me and Curtis elected <laughs> you said how he talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to go. <laughs> Yeah, you need to clean that stuff. You need to clean that stuff. So my brother looked at He was like, I'm not cleaning this because this is not how it was. Right. He was like, you, you, you got to clean this stuff. And it, 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 I was like, I'm just looking. And my brother was mad. He was like, no, I'm not doing this because this is not how it was. Right. Nothing was on my floor. Like, this could have been handled a whole nother way. Nothing was on my floor. So him and Jim started going back and forth and he gets in my brother's face. So I'm looking and then Jim closes the door in my face to be in a room with my brother. Oh, H, no. 
So I'm beating on the door and then I end up pushing the door. He got my brother like hemmed up By in his face and my brother um, cried. I don't know if I told you guys this before. My mother, We barely got whoopings. We didn't get yelled at. So that is something that's extremely foreign to us for you to think you're going to jack my brother up. Yeah. So I was like, get off my end and after brother down. Get the off my brother. Da, 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 da. He did and my brother was crying and I'm like, that's just a whole nother feeling to see your brother hurt and somebody putting hands on them. And this man was big, girl. He was a big guy, heavy, but he was also like 6'5". Mm-hmm. So this was a big man. My brother is skinny. He's been skinny his whole life. He was so little for you to be jacking this little boy up. I think he was in ninth grade. Girl, it was so, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. So that was one instance that we got into it with him. Another instance, it was Thanksgiving. Beyonce, it was one of her, um, which one was it? 2000, 2007. What was that? What was Beyonce? What was Beyonce? B Day? B Day. I think it was one of her concert things that was on TV or something. So we was watching it. So it was Thanksgiving. We cutting stuff up. I also was working at Kroger at that time. So the Beyonce experience. Yes. So we were, I was in the, me and Alexis were in the dining room. We had pushed the TV in there because we were cutting stuff up for Thanksgiving. And I had to work a little later. So I was like, okay. So we in there, man, Alexis looking at it. And he was like, yeah, 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 y'all turn the TV down. And I was like, okay. So we turned the TV down. And then he was like, no, y'all, y'all still didn't turn the TV down. So I was like, we did turn the TV down. She was like, y'all didn't turn the TV down. I, we did turn the TV down. TV is down. Like, you want us to turn it all the way off? Uh-huh. We in here cutting stuff. So I was like, so I think me and him exchanged some words. And um, he, he really upset me. So I went in there and I told my mom. And she was like, well, calm down, Shantae. Calm down. And I was like, mama, so this big that come in there while I'm talking to my mama talking about oh, oh the baby's crying oh the baby wants to the baby needs to die girl when I tell you I went off my mama's like should they stop don't yell yeah, don't Sorry don't to talk to me like that baby. girl I was like nobody likes you why are you in our house I don't like you mama why is he here mama why is he here girl I said I don't like you my brother don't like you my sister don't like you I don't even know why you're here leave I don't like you tell my diaper I don't like you girl my mom was so mad at me that she's so big on the respect stuff but I'm like bro this man shouldn't have came here while I'm talking to you anyway right girl so that was like that was one of the longest situations that I could have as a as a step parent um, and then there was some, a couple of situations where um, his son, his son name was his son's name was Kobe, and he lived in Texas. So on summer during the summer, he would come visit us. Mm-hmm. Kobe had emotional issues, mm. so like he would be upset. Like we would play Monopoly or something or life, and then if he'll lose, he'll get so upset and cry. His favorite thing to do was go sit by the stove and cry. Mm-hmm. And Jim took that as we didn't treat him fairly. Like we, me and my brother and sister are very independent individuals. So as children, we knew how to make a sandwich, do just the regular things like that. So we had a cousin, his name is Will. Hey, he's still here. He has a, have a cousin, his name is Will. And he was him and Kobe were about the same age. So Will would come over and visit or whatever. So one day we had told Kobe, we were making a sandwich. And we was like, Kobe, come in here and make your own sandwich. We're not gonna make your sandwich. We ain't no dang old slaves, boy. Right. Come here and make your own sandwich. You know, this little boy went and told his dad. And his dad came to us and was like, well, why y'all didn't make Kobe a sandwich? We said, because he can make his own sandwich. Well, when Will's here, you don't do Will like that. Uh, Yes, we do. Right. Everybody make their own sandwich. Like, right. so, and then he would do little things to make sure we knew that Kobe was his child and we were not. Yeah. Like, go out with him and he'll come back with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll be like, well, we don't care. This boy still gonna cry by the stove. Right. We don't care. He's still a crybaby. That didn't make us no mind. And see, that's the thing right there that makes me leery about step parents, right? Or my Mm -hmm. children ever having a step parent is because I don't think that you will ever treat someone else's child like you treat your own. No matter how good of a heart you may have, 
you're never going to treat another child like you treat your own. And that's just, mm-hmm. that's real. That's just the reality of it. And because of that, I wouldn't want somebody else around my child to even almost be able to mistreat them or treat them less than, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now with Spokari, I love him. I know that he's not my child. His mother is in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I do treat him like I treat my kids, but he's been raised differently than what how I'm raising my kids and it bothers me sometimes because of how he acts or reacts to things mm-hmm. or like but I, if honestly, I tell now, you honestly speaking let's get to the nitty gritty here honestly speaking your children are always going to come first because they're yours right mm-hmm. that's facts right right and yeah so- because I look I also look at it this way as well he is blessed to have his grandparents, his mother, his father, mm-hmm. and then me. Mm-hmm. He has extra, extra people to love. Mm-hmm. My kids don't have an extra step parent who does what I do. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he has extra people. He has a whole extra family yeah. with his mom that can that does everything mm-hmm. that um that do does things for him. Mm-hmm. So, because so, yeah, we get that, but but let's just be real. He's never gonna come before your own, right? Mm-hmm. Your own is all. But before in what? Because when is. I shot for them, when I shot for them, I shot for him. I don't shot for him to the extent that I shot for them because he has that other family. Right. That's my point. So That's I mean, and I'm it comes to things your- like that. Yeah, I have to look at what's fair, and it's not fair to spend on him a hundred percent and that's taken away from my kids who don't have the extra family that's what i'm saying this is my i mean point. My but point I, I don't want to say that i love him any less than i, I love my children oh, okay. i didn't say that i didn't say that we spread love to these children but what i'm saying is when it comes to caring for your child mm-hmm. your children are always going to come first before anybody else's children that's right. just what it is because you are their their parent like and especially being their mother even if their father is in their life everything falls on the mother though mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like when we Shantae and i talk about it all the time when doctors doctors appointments hospital uh, um teachers calling daycare calling they all call mom first everyone mm-hmm. calls mom first and so no, let's talk about that funny story that they did the other day. Okay, <laughs> well, we- <laughs> because they call mom first. When it comes to our babies, we re- we are there with ours before we are with anybody mm-hmm. else's. Now that don't mean that there's no love loss and you don't have love for other children. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that yours is always going to come first, right? And so because of that, I don't think that it's possible unless this step parent did not have any children of their own for you to really treat other children like they're your own a hundred percent i think you can do a 75 80 percent but not a hundred percent because in the back of your mind yours is gonna always come first yeah i don't ever i mean i have to think i don't ever want my children to feel spited because i'm trying to do extra to make him feel like he's loved Mm-hmm. He knows that he's loved. Mm-hmm. He gets whatever he's want. He wants. He's spoiled. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I never want my kids to feel spited because he has me as an extra, and I go above and beyond. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you gotta take care of yours first. But then, mm-hmm. okay. So with how does it feel with being the step parent though? So we talked about. We already talked about how you felt growing up having a step parent. You know, you ain't really like it. You didn't feel like. Um, this step parent was treating you fairly. You felt like he was mm-hmm. overstepping his boundaries. Now, being the, an adult and in the situation yourself where you are the step parent, like how do you feel or what do you do differently? Like what is, what lessons did having a step parent as a child teach you in your adulthood now that you are a step parent? Because see, I, I'm not at that point. I'm not a step parent, so I don't have to be cautious of what I do with someone else's child like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, he gets treated accordingly. Um, he gets treated by his age. Mm-hmm. He just turned ten. He don't. He's at his mom's house right now. He lives with us primarily. He goes to school from over here. 
Um, but he has he's gonna have more responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like me, I think me and you may have spoken about it. I don't know if it was on the podcast, but I feel like there's no such thing as real like gender roles when it comes to cleaning the house. Oh yeah. We I think you should know how to wash dishes. I think you should know how to wash your clothes. I think you should know how to clean the kitchen, um, to clean the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You should know all of these for life, mm-hmm. for life skills. This is what my mother taught us. The only thing my brother did differently from us was take the trash out. And even still, we may have taken the trash out before. Mm-hmm. Yard work, he usually cut the grass if he had a yard at that time, but she had us out there um, um, getting the leaves, mm-hmm. sweeping up the leaves, you know what I'm saying? So it was everybody hands, period, honey. You know how we do. Right. Um, but Carter doesn't, he doesn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. So now that you're 10, double digits comes with double responsibility. And it's not too much because it right now he's supposed to clean his bathroom, wipe the table after we eat, and keep his room clean. Mm-hmm. And y'all know these kids with these V-Bucks and they want Roblox money and stuff like that. So I told him already that if you want these things, these are things you're going to have to earn. Mm-hmm. So now, not, um, me and Jeremy were talking about it. It's time to start learning different things. You need to know how to separate your clothes. You don't have to necessarily get in there and start washing them, but you need to learn how to separate your clothes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to learn how to start washing these dishes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's about that age. Okay. It's about, it's about it's, you're yeah. 10. Yeah. You're 10, baby boy. Yeah. I think I was seven. And then you're so dumb when you're young because I was like seven. I was like, Mama, I want to wash the dishes. That's oh, you do? That's the finesse. That's the <laughs> Oh, so you fun. do? I make it look fun? It looks okay. So fun. <laughs> Girl, my mom told me the other day, she was like, I used to, because I'm the oldest, so I used to iron everybody's clothes. And my brother was like, Shantae, um, I need you to come iron my shirt. Mama got up. She said, uh-uh, come here. She's not your maid. Right. You're, since you can call her and ask her to come iron your shirt, come in here and learn. Right. So that's the day he learned how to iron his clothes. Mm-hmm. It's a, everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets to learn. And he's the oldest, so sometimes he doesn't think it's fair. But I've been the oldest my whole life mm-hmm. since I was two. Yeah. So I already had, I had that responsibility since I was two. He just got it when he was six. <laughs> six seven so he doesn't he, he spent all his life being the only child from his mom his dad the only one of the only grandchildren for his grandma mm-hmm. you know like that so he's 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 i understand that so i give him mercy i give him grace because mm-hmm. i understand you've been brought up but baby boy your um your brother's almost three <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's a responsibility thing we always speak to him about you have to be an example for your brother. Watch your mouth, watch your words and what you say. Mm-hmm. So when I discipline him as my stepson, it's not as my stepson, it's as my son, because I have to see that he is a reflection of his and how he's acting. My baby is watching. Mm-hmm. Christian is watching. Mm-hmm. They copy him so much. They do everything he does. Mm-hmm. So I, and I've had this conversation with his dad, like, when you're disciplining him, you can't. Ju- you have to talk to him about things, because when Amir gets this age, when Christian gets this age, I need you to have conversations with them. Don't think that these are grown people and they just should know these things. They should know not to do this. They should know what they said was wrong. Mm-hmm. They're children. You can you believe? What we talked about one podcast that he's been on this earth for ten years. We've been on this earth for thirty years, and we still know nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we can't expect these children to know anything and everything without talking to them and continuously correcting their behavior. Yeah, continuously. Just because you say something once doesn't mean that they're going to get it automatically. Because right. you don't get it automatically. And you're 34, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess that's, that's my experience as being a step-parent. Um, I don't have anything negative about his mom. His mom used to live in Florida. Now she lives up here, which is great for him and for us as well. So he's with his mom basically every weekend. If he doesn't have school, he's over there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we haven't had any back and forth. We get along pretty well. Mm-hmm. And, and truthfully, I, I feel bad for 
that parents who have conflict with the the mother you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because i i'm so growing up there was outside of me getting in a fight with my stepmom um i think i was i remember my mother so i was real little right so mind mm-hmm. you remember i said my daddy and my stepmother had been together from the time i was like four until i was like 17 right mm-hmm. i remember it was a time when i was like five um and I remember my dad, so when I was like five, my mother used to have like a roommate, right? And so it was another woman who had kids. We all lived together, um, you know, cause mind you, my mother was really young when she had kids. Mm-hmm. So my mother was 17 when she had me. And so by 18, she had two kids. So her and one of her homegirls who was super young um, kind of lived together for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So one day my daddy came to the house and my mother is not there. And when he realizes that my mom is not there, my daddy takes me to his house, mm-hmm. right? Nothing wrong with that. I spend a lot of time with my dad all the time. I, my dad has always been very active in my life. Problem mm-hmm. is, he didn't talk to my mother before he took me with him. I don't know this. I'm like five, you know? I'm just happy to go with my dad. I remember this is probably the only time that I actually seen my mother go ballistic on my stepmother and my dad. Uh, I remember I was sleeping on the couch and I just heard this boom, boom, boom on the door. And I remember the, my dad coming out of his room and opening my door, opening the door. And my mom was like, how dare you take my daughter? You don't take my daughter nowhere and bring her over here. And you were laid up with this B-I-B-I letter. And I was only like five. All I knew was I need to go with my mama now. <laughs> Bye, daddy. <laughs> all right, mama. Let's go. Let's go. That's all I knew. It was time for me to go with my mama now. I don't know the full dynamics of what happened. or I don't even remember what the turnout was. I remember that um, somebody that was with my mom picked me up. Because I was only like five. So they picked me up and put me in the car. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what happened after that. I'm going to have to ask my mom because we share stories all the time. Like, you know, little stuff that I be remembering, mm-hmm. I ask my mom about it and we share stories. So I'm going to have to ask her what happened. Um, I remember that. And then when me and my stepmom got into that physical fight, there was uh, some conflict between her and my mother. Um, because As my, it should have been. Yeah, She mom, shouldn't have been putting her hands on you at all. Right. Right. Um, and so there she had dug her nails like into my shoulder and Brandy, so you are upsetting me so bad with these stories <laughs> you are upsetting me so bad yeah and so my mother seen it like her nail prints in my shoulders my mom was so upset so upset i remember my mother picked me up from school the next day we went over there to get my stuff quote unquote <laughs> we went over there to get my stuff mm-hmm. um but she went home and they didn't answer the door, girl. So I don't know what happened after that. I know Lucky it was, lady. It was some voicemails left. It was some conflict, you know, it was mm-hmm. some conflict. Um, and then those are the, that's the only two times I can remember them two actually having words and having conflict with each other. Now, between my mother and my father, there were some differences and, you know, the whole custody thing and joint custody, full custody. She gonna be with me on the weekend. No, she gonna be with me. She gonna live with me. No, she gonna do this. Like we went through that. I remember that happening quite often um, until I was of age to make my own mind up, you know? And I think once I hit like sixth grade, I told my dad, like, I don't want to be here anymore. Matter of fact, it was on my birthday. My dad said, what do you want for my birthday? I said, I want to go back to my mom's house. I don't want to be here no more. Um, and once I said that, I never lived with my dad again uh, until I think I ended up spending a couple of weeks over there. And that's when she and I got in that physical fight. Um, and after that, I never lived over there. I would just come over there to visit. And then the older I got, the better I got, because then I could just drop in when I felt like dropping in and I call okay. like across the street, I'm coming over, you know, I didn't have that. I didn't have to have that parental thing on me to where, you know, uh, they gotta be responsible for me, so to say. Um, you know, I would just call and be like, I'm around the corner, I'm about to stop by. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, anyway, after we got into that physical altercation, we were cool after that. I guess we just had to have it out. <laughs> you know, we just had to have it out. And once that, well, I wonder if your dad really got her together after that as well. Because I don't know if she's going to listen to this or not. You and I will talk later about me and my daddy's conversation right before he passed away about that day, about that fight. Um, because he told me um, what his take on that was and what their conversation was like after we got into that fight. And this is why a child's perspective um, is important. But out of respect for my daddy, I'm not going to share that on air but you and I will talk about that later and what he said to her um or what he told me he said to her after that uh mm-hmm. situation so um because in my mind I was upset and I felt like my dad was taking his wife's side mm-hmm. you know but a child's perspective mm-hmm. being an adult and looking back on it even before um even before I had the conversation with my dad about it as an adult, because you know, men men handle things a little different, right? Don't they? Yeah, and being an adult now, I can understand how men handle things different. Um, and in that sense, this was my dad's home. So what is he going to do? Like, is he going to be kicked out with his daughter because he's taking his daughter's side? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he had to, he he really had to think and do what was best for the whole family. And removing me from the situation was best. He had a, a, a newborn child in his house. This was his wife. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so he had to do what was best for that situation. And I get it now that I'm adult, but being a child, at the time I was like 14. And so mm-hmm. being a child, I'm like, you choosing your wife over me. You choosing them over me. Like, why would you choose them over me? And I've been, you know, but I get it now. However, I didn't know the conversation that was taking place in that house while I was gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that until, you know, just a couple years ago, just a couple years ago, right before my dad passed away. Um, not right before he passed away, but maybe like six months or something like that before he passed away. He and I had a a pretty elaborate conversation about that that time in my life um yeah and so this is why I just don't trust step parents for me now I don't want to offend anyone out there that is a step parent I believe there is some amazing step parents um but your experience molds you right to who you are today and what you believe in I mean it makes me very nervous I do hope me and Jeremy you know last like um you and Emmanuel last mm-hmm. um it does make you nervous yeah because you never know anybody's intention you do see a lot of things on the news about these people that you have your kids around and um they hurt your kids yeah while nobody's around or and anything like God. that and I'm going to jail yeah and my family's you. going to jail and let me find let me ever hear that a woman punched my daughter in her chest and she in fifth grade let me ever hear that a woman woke my daughter up by whooping her because she didn't wake her son up let me ever hear that a woman made my daughter clean her whole house from top to bottom and wash every dish in her house like like you said some real cinderella stuff you know, Ooh, baby, it just gives me shivers. It, it I just, it, it in situations been, like that, it's a blackout. It could have been borderline abuse. Could have been. It, it wasn't. Know. It wasn't borderline. It was abuse. It could have been. I'm here to tell you. No, no, it was abuse. That was, was abuse. Was, her was, digging her fingers in your nail. Your mother didn't do that to you. Yeah. Your father didn't do that to you. These people who brought you Earthside didn't do these things to you. You yeah. think it's okay for this random to do that to you? Because you got issues? Because you're not to handle a little girl around your man? Right. Her daddy? Right. Come on now. Right. Anyway. So, okay, because, <laughs> so thank God, though, I have been very transparent. I have been very open with my husband about my experiences with dealing with step parents right mm-hmm. and i have expressed to him a million times baby i love you to death but not like we don't know what our future lies if we just so happen to not make it i do not want them to have a step parent in their house until they are grown he mm-hmm. understands you know he's he's i mean because you got to think in the future having somebody play football with your kid mm-hmm my husband is a rare breed so because he was raised by his daddy see my husband was solely raised by his daddy 
Mm-hmm. And so he didn't start being around his mother too much until he was like 17, 18 years old. So he was solely raised by his daddy. So he take being a daddy very, very serious. And he don't want no one around his dad, around him, no other man around his children like that, mm-hmm. especially because they are girls. He don't want another man around his children. So the same way that I feel, he feel like that too. Okay, well that means that you can't have no man in, our, in my ch- in, a, in a house under around my children until they grow. Cool, that's cool. I'm okay with that. Now don't tell me what to do on the weekend when they ain't here. Turn up, turn up, turn man. up. <laughs> but we have that understanding, and see that's the thing too, mommy. That I want you guys to understand is that it is very vital to be transparent about these things with your mate because it will help them understand you and understand who you are and why you are this way you know what I'm saying because I can't just tell him don't have no people or don't have no women around my children and that's just it because I said so that's he gonna be like why he gonna think it's about him Mm -hmm. oh you don't want to share me with nobody else she bitter about me sir that's not have nothing to do with you I don't even want you no more (laughs) <laughs> this don't have nothing to do with you son that's about my childhood and what I went through and what I refused for my children to go through you know what I'm saying and so that's why it's very um, important to be transparent be honest um, if your children are let me say this too if your children are if you are in a situation where your children are going to someone else's house on the weekend spending time with their with their parent and the step parent talk to your babies okay ask your babies are they okay what's going on over there that 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 what happens in my house stay in my house we got to kill that because the stuff going on in that house that is going to affect that child for the rest of their life so have those conversations teach your baby stuff especially right now there is pedophiles all around pedophiles there are Mm -hmm. pedophiles all around there are people doing stuff to these children, boys and girls, that have yep. no business doing anything to these children. So talk to these babies so that they are comfortable enough to come home and tell you what is going on. It starts with conversations at the beginning, though, letting them know what a good touch is, letting them know what a bad touch is. Um, I tell, I use the correct light words with Amir for now and Christian. Um, that's your penis. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you, if it happens, Lord forbid it does, they can say, he touched my penis or she touched my penis so that we can address it clearly and we get the bum money together and <laughs> things like that. So Because <laughs> ain't no PP. because what's that? Pinky toe? Pinky, pinky, exactly. PP. PPP loan. Let's be clear what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like And it. I would suggest like, you guys to like have like this should be from the beginning me myself like I, I think we had this conversation before i've never experienced anybody dealing touching me or anything like that but jeremy has told me i'm the only female he's ever dealt with who has never experienced being mm-hmm. touched or you know things like that mm-hmm. so you know jeremy you know there's a lot of females but so that means that's a lot of women mm-hmm. <laughs> who have no, experienced that in them li- in their lives it's a lot of, and not just women though b- boys too it's a lot of boys mm-hmm. that have been touched and it would be by people that you would mm-hmm. it's the thing that that scares me because you sit here trusting your sister mm-hmm. and your sister is touching your child when you're not around you dropping your baby off to be babysat by your sister thinking that y'all grew up together they not like that and all along your sister been, and, and especially with boys because they don't be telling they don't say nothing about it they think it's cool because they're 40 it, years old and they don't even right. realize that yo i was molested mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like so you have to have it's important to have these open conversations uh with your babies if they are leaving out of your presence and especially if they have a step parent that's around them i'm not trying to down step parents like i said i know but you just don't know people yeah there are some amazing step parents in the world i'm looking at one right now there's some amazing step parents in the world but i would definitely be you know asking questions and be very involved in my mm-hmm. child's life if they when they are over at the step parents you house. just gotta watch and you have to watch like like you can start teaching your children about personal space Mm 
mm-hmm. teaching them that you don't have to give this person a hug. Do you want to give them a hug? Right. Because you don't have to if you don't want to. Right. You don't have to go sit on nobody's lap. Mm-hmm. You don't have to if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't you don't have to. You can mm-hmm. speak and say, you know, and then if you get comfortable, you can give them a hug. Mm-hmm. But mm-mm. I feel it, girl. Have those conversations. Right. And start them early. Start them mm-hmm. early. Don't wait until they 12, 13 years old to start having them conversations because it could be too late. You start mm-hmm. having them conversations when your baby start talking. And girl, start- and I know I was talking to I'm sorry, I know we going long, but I know I was talking to my homegirl. Um, and she was telling me because um her son, he's very tall, he's handsome. He's like he like a grown man, he's like eleventh grade. And she was saying that um a friend of a friend was like, Oh, he gonna be my little boyfriend. Like when he was like in his seventh grade or something like that. She was like, He's gonna be my little boyfriend. Ma'am, you forty years old. Why are you saying this little seventh grader is gonna be a little boyfriend? That's what I don't understand. That's crazy. You know, we in our thirties. I see somebody that's 21 and I be like, oh, look at that baby. You still the a baby. baby. You so look, matter of fact, matter, I just called you talking about the little girl that, um, the little girl that the, that was running got caught smoking so she couldn't go to the Olympics. She mm-hmm. a whole 21. But to me, she's still a baby. What I say, man, they need to let that baby run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let that mm-hmm. baby run. Because you, once you have children, I think it's very hard to look at unless there's something psychologically wrong with you to where you can look at a child like that regardless mm-hmm. like like i said you could be 21 years old to where, I, where i'm at in life you're still a baby you're mm-hmm. still a baby i know i know one story real quick um my brother used to date this lady who was in her 40s when he was in his early 20s he goes she was dating him girl and um you know, he was, she was very nice to him. You know, car, laptop, money, you know, things like that. So, but my brother, they were in an actual relationship. My brother really liked her. And um, she came over and visited my mom. And my mom was like, yeah, I want to visit her. I want to meet her. You know, things like that. And um, they got in there and they, it was cordial at first. And then my brother said that my mom was like, so what do you want with him? Like, just went the totally different kind of got rude and she was like you know I like him because I, I mean I don't know I don't know but it was it was my my brother was like that was rude, man mom. you weren't you weren't even born when you was 20 alright alright girl okay girl you having conversations with um Older men, if they, if your kids decide to date older men, older like how? Like they might be twenty five, the older man might be 40, 15 years older. Um, I'm, I don't like that. I don't like that. I mean, at that point, they grown. I can't control what they do because they gonna do what they want to do regardless. At twenty five, I could tell them all day and night, but they gonna do what they want to do at twenty five. Um, but I need to look at his history. Because if you 25, if you 45 years old looking at my daughter and she 20, what other girls you been, what other little girls you been looking at? Let's, 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 let, 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 let's pull up his history. Let, 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 let's look at his track record <laughs> right quick, daughter. No, you, let's, but you will always put that little bug in your kid's ears. Be like, you know, you gotta look. He'll think yeah. that you're young and dumb. And yeah. so you're easily able to manipulate. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's take them, you know, mm-hmm. surprise them, man. See if he ain't gonna like it and dump it. Right, right, right. Find somebody who's easier. Right. Well, mommies, I'm sorry. I know we got carried away today because this topic, I told y'all this was a good one and there's so many layers to it. We could continue talking, but we just gonna let it rest right there. Um, Mommies, follow us on Facebook, okay? Go join our Facebook group, Messy Mommies on Facebook join us let's continue this conversation about step parenting because it's so good (laughs) um join our facebook group listen if you have any topics or anything that you want us to discuss or any situations that you're dealing with and you want us to discuss it here on the on the ipad here on the podcast email me email me at messy mom help at gmail okay 
messymomhelp at gmail. Email me there uh, and let's discuss it. Um, also, follow us on Instagram. Um, we are Messy Mommies on Instagram. Just, you know, Messy Mommies across the board. I recently started a TikTok. <laughs> Hello. I recently started a TikTok for uh, Mommy Motivation. It's doing really good. You know, um, follow me on TikTok. That's the Mommy Motivator on TikTok. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. And, you know, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, before we go, mommies, let's just face it. Let's just face it. We are all a mess. <laughs> Somehow, some way. But we make it look amazing. Okay. So, mommies, let's just keep it pushing, keep striving, and do not give up. Mommies, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, if you keep doing your very best, it will be enough. Trust me, you got this. So, from one messy mommy to another, treat yourself this weekend and do something good for yourself. Because why? You You deserve deserve it. it. (laughs) Bye, mommies. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.